Welcome to When the Right One Comes. I'm Bishop Greg Davis and another episode. Listen, I want you to do me a favor before we go any further. I need you to like this. I need you to share this. Those of you that are on YouTube, uh, I need you to like and share. Those of you that are watching from Facebook, I need you to like and share. It's another episode. This week's episode is called Generational Dating. Generations. We're going to talk to three different generations of ladies and we're going to figure out their perspectives has things changed has things gotten better uh we're just going to get their perspective from different generations and i bet you this before it's over we're going to find out that things are really not that much different even though they seem like it listen again i need you to like and share i need you to make sure that you're following uh the page um when the right one comes youtube channel as we're growing it we are live uh, from groundbreaking studios of Detroit and uh, thank all of you that continue to contribute to it. There is a um, giving button down there, the different ways you can give. I'm asking those of you that would give $20 a month toward what we're doing to keep When the Right One Comes and the studio going. So I appreciate you all uh, so much. Listen, we also have uh, the 18th of December, the 18th of December, I'm having a gathering of singles, and it's going to be live right from this studio. Uh, it's only $20. Information is on the screen. You can go register right now for our singles gathering. And I'm believing and declaring that 2024, you are going to get the hookup. The right one will come. We've been talking about when the right one comes. It's got to come. We can't just keep y'all here. we got to bring the next group in. So we're going to get you married. All right? So don't forget. December the 18th from 8 until 10. It is the singles virtual gathering right here. Go register at gregdavisshow.com. It's only $20. Only $20 to invest in yourself. Well, I have some ladies here. Um, I've known one uh, just about all my life. The other one, half my life. And the other one, I've not known as long, but she's like Ken now. Uh, the first one that I've known... Most of my life, not all my life, although she thinks she's known me all my life, but there's somebody at the table that's known me literally just about <laughs> all my life. Because uh, this one thinks she's known me all my life, but she ain't. Uh, she she is my sister. I was um, uh, married to her sister. Why do you hate to say that? <laughs> <laughs> you hate for me to say that. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, she is a prophetess. She is an entrepreneur. She's a, she a businesswoman. Really? Uh, Nina... Nero. Hello. Welcome. Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is going to be interesting, y'all, I promise you. <laughs> Those of you all that have seen her in the prophetess mode, that don't, right. that ain't going, that ain't what you're getting today, all right? You ain't getting that today. Right. Uh, also with me, I've been knowing her since um, probably I was, well, I was born before her, so I've been in Detroit since I was nine with my grandparents, and my grandfather pastored her grand her grandparents wow her mama her her family her kids her ev ev everybody my grandfather pastored all of her family and um some of them are still at my grandfather's church even to this day she's also the manager of groundbreaking studios she's in front of the camera and also she has her own baked goods uh, business and decorating um, business here in detroit Kara. Hello, everyone. Oh, no, no, you ain't going to do that. She, 
don't even know what camera to look at. <laughs> don't look down that. Look, look, look over there. Look at Ray. Look at Ray. It's her first time. Stop swinging in that chair, too. <laughs> ain't gonna ask you. She's right. nervous. I know she ain't nervous after working I in here. Know. What? It's different being behind. Yeah, no, well, just, we just talking, all right? Okay. A veteran here at Groundbreaking, and when the right one comes, she's been here. Uh, a couple of times, she's here for the opening. She mm -hmm. she did interview with me, and and she was on our first show here, and she's back again. Hey, hey. Maya, how are you? <laughs> Good, how are you? She got the natural look, y'all. Yes, y'all, we got the curls in for the winter. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, welcome back. Thank you for having. She's me. a part of the family here. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about generations. Nina is sixty one. And look wonderful. Hallelujah. Kara is? 41. 48. 48. <laughs> you took off seven years, old. I want to be 41. 61, 48, 48, and? 28. So we're talking to three different generations. Baby boomer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, baby boomer was in the 80s, right? No, baby boomer. 70s and 80s? I thought it was No, 60s. 60s. It was our? Yeah, so it had boomers. to be between 60 we baby and 80. Boomers. We baby boomers. Not 59. Yeah. 59. My dad's 59. My he was dad's... a baby boomer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it started in the 50s? Yeah, 59. Yeah, yeah baby mm -hmm. boomer. We baby boomers. And you were what? I thought I was a baby boomer. You were in know. the 80s? I'm 75. Oh, no, no, no. No, oh, you, um, no, you were in a... still a baby boomer? Oh, yeah, because it's between 50s and 80s. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, she's baby, still a baby boomer, too. And then you're a millennial. Millennial. Yeah. The most talked about generation. I'm, I, why y'all talked about so much? What? What was so? Because we are dynamic. Like we just changing things up. Some of you. <laughs> most of us. Some of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much your kids don't Right. <laughs> You're talking about whole kids. Some of y'all. So we thought that this would be good to to see uh, where we've come from in dating and <clears throat> where we are now. And to see if there's any differences and to just talk about dating and relationships from generational standpoints. So I want to ask Nina this first, start off with Miss um, 61. How, how do you think? Now, okay, first of all, let me do this. You've been married. Three times. Three times. Mm -hmm. You've been married three times? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I, you was with Brian so long. I How know. long were y'all together? Uh, 30 years. So, see, that's what I'm saying. Who would have, yeah, 30 years. And the only reason why you, you're not with him now, unfortunately, he was one of the first mm -hmm. to die from COVID mm -hmm. um, uh, in 2000 and 2020. March 2020. March, literally one of the first. Mm -hmm. He got it the 14th. He came home on the 14th, sick. He stayed in the bed until the 21st, 27th, second. We took him to the hospital. I never seen him again. They pronounced him dead on the 28th. Wow. Yeah. Literally, because mm -hmm. really it was introduced in March. The first week of March. Yes. First week of March. Everything yeah. shut down, right? Everything yeah. was down? Yep. And he was, I, I've been saying he was one of the first, but he was mm -hmm. really, he one, was of really one of the first. He was really one of the first, yeah. You all had been separated? Yeah, we got divorced. Y'all got uh, divorced, that's yeah, right. Yeah, we got divorced in 2015. Mm -hmm. Leading, yeah. And um, I left, went to Georgia, mm -hmm. and I stayed in Georgia until Shekinah's shooting. 
Mm-hmm. And um, when we came back, I came back because, you know, she was injured. And after um, three or four days, you remember, because I told him, I said, God said you're going to marry me again. And he told you and our other uh, Keith Farmer, I'm not thinking about that lady. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not marrying her again. I'm not doing that. So I stayed there at the hospital. You know, I laid on the floor, just enduring, you know, praying for my daughter. And he came in and said, God told me to marry you. And so we remarried after Shekinah got injured. Right. Shekinah's her daughter and was sitting in the driveway mm-hmm. in Detroit, mm-hmm. got shot in the head. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, she corrected me. She didn't get shot in the head. Okay. She caught a stray bullet in the head. In the head, right. She said mm-hmm. when somebody shoots you, they walk up to you. Right. Or they deliberately they, do it. It was crossfire. Mm-hmm. Right, but she yeah. got caught in a crossfire. Right. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, straighten me out. Right, <laughs> so right. You, so you've been well, that is a major detail. Yeah, it is a major detail, yeah. yeah. And I forgot that part of it. That yeah. is a major detail. Right. Anyway, she got shot in the head. Yeah, she got shot in the head. And so, um, you know, God blessed us, and she survived. She's still alive right now. You know, and take this care was of her. when? 2018, uh, December 17th. So you all were married another year and a half? We got married, um, no. She got shot in December of 18. We got remarried in our original married date, April 14th, 2019. He died 11 months later. Wow. But a total of 30 years. Total of 30 years. So how was it, this way I'm trying to go with the whole story, Mm -hmm. how was it coming back? Even though y'all had been divorced, mm-hmm. but literally coming back into the dating scene. I never date. I'm a wife. So every time a man meets me, he want to wife. I, I'm immediately wifed up. I was engaged to be married to someone else in Georgia when she got injured. So the dating process for me is normally, you beautiful, I want you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have like a little bit more dialogue? Yes. No, that's it. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to do that. The dating process now has been horrible because there is nothing to compare with the men in the 80s and 90s. These guys now, if you don't have no place to live, you don't have no car, you don't have no job, you know, if, you, if you're not able to take care of them, then you probably won't be dating. So dating then was when a man would literally come get you, uh, come to your door, open the door, have a rose for you, a card, an appreciative uh, gift just because you considered going out with them. It was a gift for a man to date you in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. That was It was like, oh, my God, you want to go out with me? You know, now they like, yep, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> hit me. <laughs> like, like this? <laughs> right. What, what are we talking about here? Right. So, yeah, the dating You now, hit him. Right. Yeah, he, he'd be like, yeah, oh, uh, yeah, we can go out, you know, hit me. Boy, bye. Right. Do you know why? There's so many options. Yeah. Yeah. The op- yeah. This right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Social yeah. media. And we're going to get more into that. We have so many options. Yeah. Too As many. As a man. Yeah. Even an older man. We had so. We. 
I can pick any age because any age would date me. Y'all yeah. less, though. Maybe because that's what I want less. But that's another whole subject. <laughs> but it's reversed because don't I don't date I'm older men. Huh? So it's reversed. I don't date yeah. older men. We're going to get into that. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't. I, so I'm anyway, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. men now, as opposed to dating then, they don't have respect for dating now. Mm. They don't have, they don't honor women anymore. And I, I can't blame them because most of them twerking. If you on social media and all I can see is your thong and you know you the whole video is just me looking at your behind, then how can I respect that? So it's not just their fault. But as far as the the quality of men that we have to date now, nah, you got to really like, you know, you gotta throw in your hat and just kind of, okay, well, this is what I got. You know, because it, it's just it's just not the same. I remember a time we lived in Los Angeles, and um, I was 16, and I started e escorting. I had a Mexican friend. I still have her right now. And she got hooked up with Heidi Fleiss. I don't know. Maybe you all never heard of Heidi, but she, she was she the, the madam. Yeah, you don't know, but the, yeah, the madam. Yeah. She and went to jail for yeah, madam. She, yeah, sure she was did, a professional yeah. madam. Yeah, she, was a she was a millionaire. Top tier. Yeah, 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 yeah. real top tier. And so I started you escorting. Google that, ain't you? Oh, I'm for sure. <laughs> I, I need to know. Yeah, <laughs> she might still be in prison. I don't know. They gave her quite a few years. But anyway, mm. um, she had, so I started escorting for her. And even in the escorting business, the men were respectful. Mm. Mm. They uh, they took us to the opera. I've been to, China, I've been on private jets, I've been, you know, wined and dined, and you know that Pretty Woman movie? Mm. Literally, those were the way, the way the men treated you. Oh, that's all you have to wear? Okay, well, let's pull up. And Now, you, that's too many clothes. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much. You have on too much now. So, mm. it's, un, it's so unbalanced, and it's almost fearful to date. Now, as opposed to, because now, you know, they'll take you and leave you. I, I went on a date. This is honestly God truth, right? You can't make this stuff up. This guy was like the size of this table. First of all, uh -uh, I not the size. I told y'all this gonna Literally, be, when he gonna got out the car, it was the car was. You know, uh oh, uh oh, you got to jump out. <laughs> he didn't wait you know, So when he pulled up, I'm like, <laughs> seesaw. Maybe one of his things are broke. You know, the little tie rod or something. Right. So in his picture, all he would show was mm -mm. his face. I didn't see, you know, that he was a whole lot of man. So he said to me, he said, I want you to meet me. He lived over there on 8 Mile in Southfield somewhere. So I met him at his apartment complex, and we were going to um, uh, Baker's Lounge, Baker's Keyboard. Mm -hmm. I love it there. Great food, great music. So anyway, that was my choice. Uh, so we go there, and when he get out of the car, the whole car goes, uh -uh. and it just rises up. And I was like, oh, um, are we going to buy this place or are we just going to uh-uh. <laughs> Next time y'all go to Baker's, y'all gonna look for him. <laughs> so we get in this restaurant, and I guess because in his head, we had been, you know, dialoguing back and forth. And I guess he was in expectation of at the after dinner, you know. So while we were having dinner, he was like, well, you know, I want you to come back to my place. And I was like, for what? Okay. So he said, well, you know, we've been talking, and it's probably time for us. Now, this was like... 
maybe right before Shekinah's injury, before I moved. So maybe like 2015, 16, right? So I said, well, I don't know you, so I'm not coming back to your place. I'm going to go get my car, and then I'm going to go home. Oh, no, I ain't paying for this food. So we eating. You know, I've always had a bag. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because one thing is for sure, and that is if you don't give it to me, I know how to make it. So I've always kept me a bag. So we eating, you know, and I'm like, God, I need you to help me. Because even though I wasn't really doing church at the time, I still had a God mind, you know, God consciousness. So I said, I need you to help me. What should I do? He said, pay for his. Make him feel small. Mm. So when the waitress came, he was like, no, you can split them checks up. I said, oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm going to feed that boy today. <laughs> so I gave her my debit card. And he was sitting there like, mm. I'm so embarrassed, right? So I told him, I said, I can tell you like to eat. And this is probably (laughs) one of the things that you do. And that is you get a woman to a restaurant and you con her. Like, if you don't come home with me, then you let her pay for her own food. But you got me effed up (laughs) because I'm I'm a boss and I make you feel real minute Mm. I don't care how 762 pounds you sitting up here. Right now, I know you feel like you are size one. Mm. So I wrote the thing, signed, gave the tip. And so he was like, well, maybe you need to find your way home. I was like, oh, my car at your place, right? I got on the phone. I was like, hey, Jerome, I'm at Baker's. Can you pick me up? Yeah, this fat guy I was with. Left, he trying to leave me. So all of this is while he's sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was my fault because I chose wrong or if it was my fault for not dumbing down to that and submitting to it. But when a man shows you who they are, mm-hmm. you cannot make them into something else. You got to believe what you mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so this is who you are, bruh. Yes. But then I'm a better person. So I had to show him who I was. Mm. So while we walking outside and he's squeaking. <laughs> 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 the floor is trembling. She got the jokes. <laughs> he literally needed to be greased out. I was like, hold on. Uh-uh. Y'all got any uh, Crisco? Uh-uh. Trying to get him out the door. Because <laughs> by now I'm pissed, up. right? So... My friend is outside, you know, and he come pull up in a drop-top Bentley. Mm. I was driving your Ford pickup. So it, it has to be a mindset. Exactly. Like women, we have to have a certain type of standard. I don't care who the man is. You do not let them disrespect who you are. Yeah. Period. So, Kara, mm. you, were, you were married how many years? 18 years. Mm. 18 years Good and you <laughs> and you've been divorced seven years seven years how was it after 18 years stepping out into the dating arena 18 years of marriage yeah and not to mention we were together 25 so eight, wow. they married 18 so I'm with Nina I don't, it's hard dating because I always feel like I'm a wife, Mm -hmm. you know? So to encounter these men that have so many options, they treat you like you're nothing. You know, it's it's like they meet you like, I need your resume so I can know, are you going to be my Tuesday or my Wednesday? Mm -hmm. That's exactly how I feel. 
So a lot of times it's it's hard dating. I I actually when even when Bishop said I was going to be on the show, I was like, yeah, what am I going to talk about? Because I don't have a lot of dating experience because I will talk on the phone with someone and just in that conversation, I'll be like, no, I, I, I can't, I can't even deal with it. Cause I already, I already can see that they, um, you know, when they, first off, it's quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants something. Mm-hmm. It seemed like now men are trying to see women, women as well. Women want to see how much money they can get. The men are trying to see how much sex they can get or anything. So when they meet quality, it's like that means nothing anymore. And I feel I feel like I'm quality. And, and so I, I kind of they kind of run from me because they see that I set boundaries and I have standards. So I don't have a long dating list. Do you think mm-hmm. it's because of that forty dollar rule? The forty dollar rule. You gotta put. I, I hear something about it. You gotta school me on this a little more later. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna get to it. We're gonna get okay. To it. So so mm. how how has the dating process been? Because you've been out, I'm sure. Yeah, I have I, been out, but it doesn't. So I've been. I have. I've been. I've been single. I'm gonna say for ten years. Uh, divorced seven. But um, I've only dated two people seriously, and um, it's just it's a shock being married 18 years and then getting out here dating. Um, the process is, um, oh Lord, <laughs> it's frustrating. It's very it's very frustrating. I always say I just want to find my person, but nobody really seems like they're honest. Nobody really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I just I like to know where I'm at. Even in friendships, in any type of relationship, I like to know where I'm at. And I'm really transparent about that, you know. Um, when It seemed like honesty kind of scares some people away, you know. And, and then I could talk to someone and I hear what they're saying, but I could also hear what they're not saying. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it, it's, it's really, it's real frustrating. Yeah. You're watching um, Generational Dating. And we have, we have um, 61, 61 years old, 48 and now the 28-year. Listening to them, mm-hmm. listening to Nina, the oldest, and been out here like, what, what's going through your mind? Is like, has it changed <laughs> any? I mean, what's going through your mind? Or listening to the stories that she gave about mm-hmm. how it used to be. Do you, you feel shortchanged in your generation? You know, when you say that, I do definitely, um, I feel like the men in our generation, they don't go that, like, extra mile. Um, Depending, though, depending, not every man is like that. I think it just depends on, like, their upbringing. Mm -hmm. Um, But what's so interesting with everyone saying, I used to feel the same way prior to getting into a relationship. I, for me, you said mindset. I had to change my mindset. I was in the wrong environments. I was mm. at the club, like, and I knew my husband was not at the club. So I'm like, why are you here then? And when I made the decision to say, um, it was less even about a relationship, but it was about my future. So I'm like, well, let me start going to places that are it's more conducive to where I want to be in life. And when I started to go in, going to those places, when I met my boyfriend, and at the time, I, I mean, I had my eye on him already, but <laughs> in that moment, I was just like, yeah, like, these are the environments that I want to be in. Mm-hmm. And so when I removed my Myself from like the toxicity and like all the men that were just you know finding their way and everybody in the same environment got the same mindset when I removed myself from that I started to surround myself with people who were going where I wanted to go so what do you mean when you say they them finding their way 
like they just lost. And I and I and not to say that, you know, I got it figured out, but a lot of people are very lost. Like just lost. I was just having this conversation, you know, going to the club and seeing all these personas. Like mm-hmm. everyone's dealing with their own stuff, but we have this like facade up as if we're just not. And it was becoming like, it was just so unrealistic to me. I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm dealing with stuff. I shouldn't be here. Right. And so I was just over it. Like, I'm like, this just isn't my scene anymore. And so when I removed myself from those spaces and started going to different events is when I started meeting, like, different people. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That were helping me towards my future. So for me, I had to change my mindset. And I had to grow, too. Right. I had to stop accepting certain things. When I met my boyfriend, I was like... I was at a place where I'm like, all right, God, it's all you. Whatever you want to do. Like, I'm just going to trust you. And I would tell him, like, no, I'm waiting for marriage. So if you want to do that, cool. If not, that's fine, too. But I'm just going to get out of your way because we're just not going to be heading in the right direction. And he was on board for it. You know what I'm saying? And so I was just very clear on what my non-negotiables were. And I was just at a place where, like, I no longer wanted what I wanted. I wanted what God wanted. And so when I removed what I wanted, I was able to really see people for who they were. And he was like, yeah, this is why I never worked with anybody else. Because it was always me. Like, no, right, God, right. but he, he this. It could work. I see potential. Mm-hmm. And God was like, his potential is not his reality. Wow. That is not who he is. That's who you think he's going to be. And I'm sure he has potential, for sure. But it's not with you because he's not showing it. Like, I've then had a terrible dating experiences. Right. All because of my own choices, though. Yeah. Like, I chose to stay. I chose to deal with certain things. And when I started to set my standards and let God have his way, he just made everything so clear. Like, this is why I never worked. And and I I think when, and it's so funny, I did a video earlier before you all came. When you talk about standards, standards are there for a reason. They're to stand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. The the root word is stand. stand. Yeah. And standards are not to be moved. At all. They can't be in. They standing. No, they're standing. <laughs> Boundaries, same thing. You don't move those. Non-negotiables, you mentioned that. You don't move those. And I think, ladies, do you all think that a lot of women do that, though? All the we time. All do. Just so all that they won't be. All huh? the time. We all do. We all bend yeah. our standards. Yeah. 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 It's in our DNA. Yes. It's not. As nurturers? It, well, as well. Yeah. And, and remember when. When God told Eve, he said, I'm going to make your desires mm. to be for him. Mm. Even when you mm. don't want to love him. Okay. Even when you don't want to love him, you're going to love him. Mm-hmm. Even you, when you don't want to deal with him, you're going to deal with him. Mm-hmm. You're going to put up with a whole lot of stuff because your desire, because anything you desire, that's why it's hard sometimes for women to allow themselves to get out of relationships mm-hmm. yep. because I desire to be with you. Mm-hmm. I know you had this baby on me. My mother had, my father had five kids on my mother in 54 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. Every time she'd have a baby, somebody on the outside have a baby. She'd have a baby, somebody on the outside. We got five brothers and sisters that are in between us. One of them lived with us for 13 years. <laughs> And I asked my mother one day, I was like, uh, why are you here? <laughs> she said, I've been with your father since I was 17. Where else am I going? Yeah, they stayed. They stayed. They stayed no matter what. So, they, like, yeah. there are desires. You love a man that's loving everybody else. Yeah. But we can't help it. But I don't know if that's changed. Because I, I no. get 
and this is what we talking about generation. Mm. I know you have to know friends that stay in stuff. Yeah. You were the exception to it that said, hey, you're more of an exception than yeah. the rule. There are women that hit me up in my DM asking for advice every day, and a lot of them are between your age and your age, mm-hmm. and they're staying yeah. with crazy yeah. stuff. No, I think in a point, depending on where you are in life, we've all probably been in a situation we just shouldn't have been in. Prior to my relationship, I stayed in a situation that I knew I held myself accountable. I shouldn't have been in. We, I think we all do it in a sense. It depends on what season you're in. How much have you matured? What is your foundation standing on? Because if you're in Christ, you won't stay in something that you know you don't deserve. Yeah. But when you are in a season of loneliness, mm-hmm. when you don't know yourself, mm-hmm. you don't know your worth mm-hmm. and your value, mm-hmm. you will accept Anything. half of what yeah. you're get, supposed to get yeah. because you don't want to really be honest with yourself. And then it's all what, it's what we've seen. If your mother endured what my mother endured, even though in the back of my mind, I'll never put up with that. Right. But my reality is, just don't bring the baby home. You know what I'm saying? And it's a constant battle when you're trying to create something that you have never really seen. Right. You're trying to, you know this isn't right. Right. But I want better. It's a battle, but... It's always a self-reflection. I know you all heard like the the um, like theories where it could be two kids in a household. One kid decided to be an alcoholic. The other child decided not to be an alcoholic mm-hmm. because of what they saw. And when I had to start looking in the mirror and holding myself accountable, I realized it's me. I have the I have the power to make a choice though in this decision. Right. You know what I'm saying? Versus like, oh, I just I did see this and I can't really say I seen healthy relationships. Like, yeah, but you know this ain't it. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. When we start doing that self work and being honest with ourselves, we remove ourselves from a lot of mess. Yes. Like because I'd be quick to stop trying to look for an excuse and just look for the truth. Like, you know, it's me. Yeah. It's all me. But the mm-hmm. the key word is when we do self work. Yes. It, I don't know how many people have been taught self-work. Yeah. Because we deflect. If he had enough, mm-hmm. if she had enough. But yes, th- you can't blame me for what you allowed yes. me to do. Or you can't blame me for what you've invited into your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. You invited this chaos. Mm-hmm. So now you want to blame me because I hit you. You knew I was abusive in the beginning. And it's layers. Like, it's so, it's unlearning. It's yeah. so hard to unlearn something that you're just so used to. Especially when things are embedded that you yeah. don't even know. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that I do certain things. It's in your DNA. Yep. Like, when you don't even, when you're unaware of certain things, mm-hmm. you will just be in a space of, like, you have this whole character that really isn't, God said, I knew you before I formed you. He didn't put those characteristics inside of you. The world did. Wow. And when you are in the season of like not really knowing you start pulling back layers like you have to want to do it because at the end of the day we know certain things that we say and do we just shouldn't do you know where that comes from we were born in sin yeah and then shaping in iniquity mm. so when you talk about layers we've been shaping we have been formed yep to be these screwed up characters yep. yes yeah and accountability, what you said something when you realize what you're doing and take accountability, that's what changed my life. Mm. I was married 18 years and everything you do not want to be done to you as a wife was done to me. I went through terrible times and I will always complain and I will be like, 
he did this and because of that and because of that. One day I had a conversation with my cousin and I remember this day so clear. I said, you know what? I can't even blame him for everything. I, I, I take accountability because I didn't have to stay all this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to yeah. put up with this. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. promise you, when I spoke those words, something mm-hmm. broke mm-hmm. and I was able to walk away from it. Wow. wow. I, I say this all the time. I'm going to let you go. Mm-hmm. You don't get to you don't you don't you don't get to complain about what you allow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If you keep allowing it. Yep. And let me say this on behalf of men, and it's another one in here, and he probably will agree with me. Men will do what you allow. Absolutely. Yep. They will go, he's shaking his head. Yep. They will go as far. What stops us is saying, you ain't gonna do that to you me. You ain't gonna do that to mm-hmm. me. Yep. No, you yep. you gonna you gonna start you yep. gonna talk to me like right. that. You ain't gonna right. treat me like that. Right. You right. And then you say, Oh, well, oh right. Okay. Right. Okay. Am I gonna deal with that? Right. You telling mm-hmm. me that? Do I wanna do this or whatever? Men do. Ladies, lean in. Men do what you allow. What you allow. And yeah. they just said that. When yeah. they and then there is a responsibility, what you just said that I have to say, you're not gonna do this. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. I was yeah. talking to a guy, um, he was, you know, he's been trying to date me. He rented one of my cars. So now, you know, he wanna go on a date. Uh yeah. But anyway, uh <laughs> You rented one of my cars, so you're gonna take me out in my own car. Right. See, anyway. see that most people won't. Most people won't even know that. They they won't see that. Why would you go out? Why would I go out on a date with you and you rent one? I got right. You don't even got a car. Right. You don't I'm even have a car. I'm 61 years old and you even got right, a car. Right. Right. What? What? Where are we going? Right. Okay. So you gonna rent my car to take me out? Right. 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 So he, he says, um, you know, I I just want to what I want to do to you, and I was like, eh. first first of all, I got. $5,000 worth of bills. So before you can think about what you want to do, <laughs> go check your bank. Because <laughs> if you cannot do this, right. then there is nothing else we well, can Well, see, do. now that conversation ain't changed down through the years. <laughs> Y'all still say that nowadays. I do not. <laughs> that, that conversation. I don't. <laughs> I'm just Listen. saying. I'm just saying. This gener- <laughs> but you know this generation's that's. Oh no, yeah, this generation for sure think that a dude is supposed to pay their bills. I don't pull that card. I feel like if I can't pay my so bills. So you and you but but that what he does and what he has was no consideration with you saying yes to date him? Be in a relationship? That wasn't the first question. No, not that's the not the first, first one, thing. But it that's is not part the first thing I'm looking at. It's it's part of it. Over time, over time, yes. Oh, for sure. I, I'm not. I can promise. I didn't know what Put type of cap car on. you were. Take a temperature. Don't think I wasn't curious because I was, but I did not That's know what point. type of car he drove for the longest. But it got to. But you I was didn't curious. Care. Of course, I, I just wondering, just wondering. It wasn't going to change you, anything. But it needs to be, <laughs> women nowadays need to make a priority, just like men make a priority. Do you have any children? Mm-hmm. Are you on welfare? Where do you live? These right. are the questions that they ask, right? Uh, how many baby daddies do you have? How, because they want to know, what am I in, introducing into my life? Mm-hmm. Women, uh... Yup, I got three baby daddies, and yup, <laughs> I live over here off Mac. 
but okay, I feel like there's a it. time and a place. Like I today, from what I've seen, women will ask a man about his finances on a first date. Um, You're no. getting into his personal business which on the no. which I yes. so no. No. there's a time yeah. and a place. Yeah. So when I said, was I asking these questions initially? No, I wasn't. I'm trying to get to know. I'm trying to figure out if this is going to be a second conversation, yeah. maybe even a third conversation. So I need to know where your but mind is. But in the at. back of your head, yeah. You have to think about you it. You wasn't thinking. Of course, I'm curious of where okay. he's at, okay, but curious. it still wasn't gonna curious. change. That's cute word. That's cute. Yeah, because I because it wasn't gonna change uh, any. You know, just you know. So, so wait a minute. Hold on. Stop it. Y'all gonna get me in trouble on this show. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. Oh, really? that's right. You are in a relationship. Because yeah. he don't so, watch it. Okay, boyfriend, we're sorry. I'm not being real, though, but <laughs> yes. I'm being real. So if he, if he didn't have anything, wasn't this real estate guy, development guy, if he did, you, it, it wouldn't have changed nothing? It would depend on where he was headed, on what he and, wants to do. No, I'm serious. And well, I she's mean, 28. Because. She's still hopeful. I'm hopeful. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's you in 20 years. That's you plus. You're looking at just It's called generations. Because my hopefulness, it was turned out. It was my godliness. For real. We don't operate out of luck. No, no. I mean, like, when him asking if he didn't have what he has, would you still have entertained it? But you saying, you know, he could. You're but still I hopeful. see the way he carry himself. Like that I see the nothing. way he carry himself. No, yeah, I'm saying by paying attention. Again, that's this the first conversation. Now we can have a second conversation and a networking event. A networking event. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, of course, you you met quality at a networking event. That's quality. why I say I changed right. my location. I yeah. stopped doing this, uh, going to certain places. I need y'all to lean in, ladies. She keeps saying that. Yeah. Ladies that are watching, I always say if you want. A quality. good man, you got to go to the right place. Yeah. You want you want a club man, you go to the club. And y'all share him. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the country club is a good place. <laughs> yeah. The cigar bar is a good place. The golf course is a... Oh, am I giving my... The church is not... Why was that not, not? Why did I even not. not even think about that? And I've been in the church Wake all it my up. whole. It's not. It's Wake not. It up. It's, it's disappointing it because you know you you now think, we talking. <laughs> you think <laughs> that church. okay? It's this. I mean, you really have to have your eyes and ears open because yeah. you think like, oh, this is a man of God. He loves God. He's in church, and those are the ones that will take you down through there because they're still men you have to make sure they really have a relationship with god yeah they're not just doing just church, going church but yeah. they have a real Talk relationship yeah. and they really want to please god because uh just a church man where you find him at oh no because because but you see what women will do they'll say oh he don't want to go to church with me on sunday that don't matter he may not yeah. Men don't go to church as much as as women do. It's statistics, statistics say. So you want them to have a relationship. Yeah, relationship, yeah. relationship is everything. Going yeah. to church is not relationship. No, it's no. not. Yeah. It is not at all. No. And and I know it's the difference now because I'm not going to lie. I would be like, oh, he's a man mm-hmm. of God, and I'm telling you, would try to take you down there worse than the man in the world. I haven't dated and a church guy in years. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't even look at men in church. You don't? No. I understand. Because most of my customers were pastors. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Customers for what? <laughs> she is dropping all the tea. She's what like, kind oh. of That's why I had it. What kind of customers you talking about? <laughs> Them kind that like whips and chains. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I mean, they speaking in tongues and sticking their fingers up your tail. Yeah. Oh, that robo they, yeah. shaboking and then asking yeah. you to send pictures when they leave the yeah. soul. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, no, no, what? sit up in the pulpit looking at them like. Yeah. But but let me let me let me let me say this. <laughs> let me say this. What we fail to realize that everybody are still men and women, mm-hmm. and the problem is. We put people on pedestals. Mm-hmm. So, I just Absolutely. That. Yep, you yeah. did. Yeah. I'm just very, I, I want to go back to that because while we're laughing and stuff, the expectations. Right. You put too much expectations yeah. on. And the, the real thing is that most men, most women, when they're in the dating scene, they just want to be that. Mm. They don't really want to be. They, they don't. And, and sometimes people can't. Um, separate separated mm-hmm. and that's really how we break bitterness when mm-hmm. we think about the concept of forgiveness when we realize where people are in life i had to do that i do this uh, concept of meeting people where they are when i learned that i'm like oh you know what it was unfortunate that we experienced that situation but I know you were in the space of whether that be depression, whether that be, you know, finding yourself. And when I learned that, I was able to forgive quicker. Yeah. Like realizing like where people are, not that I'm accepting anything that was done, but I can understand why you did the things that you did and I can forgive and I can move forward. Like I feel like as women, I mean, a lot of, we we just, sometimes we just be upset. We be bitter. Have you ever been hurt? Like really hurt, like crying, can't get out the bed, hurt. Like Jesus take the wheel because <laughs> and yes. from that pain, what did you learn? Oh, which moment? No, <laughs> from that pain, um well in that moment I wasn't learning anything. It was I had to get out of the situation, mm-hmm. right? Because right. you you clouded. Right. Right, um right. but getting out of it is I learned for me making the wrong choices. Making the wrong choices, choosing the wrong men. Um, but also too, I learned that this person was also lost. Mm. Brokenness, mm-hmm. two broken mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. trying to come together and yeah. make a whole Difficult. situation. Yeah, oh, yeah. that yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. It's like broken pieces have their place in life, and that is to be spread it out. Mm. Uh, there's a scripture that talks about when Paul was shipwrecked, and the Bible said that he came in on broken pieces. Mm. So each person had to grab a hope to a piece for survival. Mm. And so, so many of us are living based on the pieces that are left. Every relationship took a piece. Yeah, exactly. Every, every, we gave ourselves. Yeah, we, it, they keep taking pieces. So now, what are we? Mm. Who are we? Yeah. And so, when you deal with men and God, they came in there, broke up. Yeah. You know, so, and a lot of us don't go in the church for God. Literally, everyone's looking for a partner. That's, <laughs> yeah, they're not that there for so God. That is true. Everybody go to church looking for somebody. Yeah. They're and not, not they're the person that they're supposed to be seeking. Because, you know, my mother said, and your his mother probably said it, you want a good wife, go to the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. like, that's what they used to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they, they used to say. Ran. You want a good that's wife, go to the church. Go to the church. Yeah. So now they're in the church. Yeah. They didn't leave. Yeah. But the, all the good women did. Yeah, mm-hmm. because the old men married them. Yeah. So now what we have in the church, 
is that a thong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you, you know what I'm saying? What what we have to to value now is has devalued itself. Mm-hmm. So it's scary. It is scary dating right now. It is mm-hmm. scary. Uh, I was telling Bishop, can we talk about the forty dollars now? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> so um, this one of the guys used to be a security at my church. He came in and I was like, why are you late? You know, you securing the church. He was like, man, I, you had to do my $40 thing. I said, what's a $40 thing? $20 bag of weed, $10 pack of cigarettes, a red, uh, what's that, Fireball, mm-hmm. Red Bull. I'm in there. Oh, wow. I said, so you spent $40, took it over to some chick house, and y'all was together. He was like, yeah, till about an hour ago. Oh. You let you somebody let you get him. You didn't even give him forty dollars. You just spent forty dollars. But to them, that's like you got you your girl. You you got it going on, girl. He came over here, y'all. He had me some weed. You know mm. we was blowing and girl. I don't even know what that was. I was drinking, but he didn't had a whole night with you for forty dollars. But that goes back to our environment. Who you choosing? Who you choosing? Because some story, because when I remove myself, I be hearing some stuff like, huh, people doing that. Because you got to remove yourself from that. You are totally withdrawn to where it's like you don't even know some of this stuff is even happening. But it's all on what we're, it's our choices. We don't, and and people used to go, oh, you're so, you know, positive and like, you know, super optimistic. I am. I see opportunity. There is opportunity out there. There is an opportunity for true love. You said your person. Mm -hmm. He out there. Like, I truly do believe that. Like, the word says it's power in the tongue. Proverbs said it. The way I look at read different versions, your thoughts literally shape your life. Mm-hmm. So we Absolutely. think our person isn't out there. If we think we're not going to find somebody, if we think that wow. the dating pool is dried mm-hmm. up, we're going to keep attracting ourselves to it. Yeah. Right. But when we get hopeful and be like, no, nah, God, told you I believe your word. You did say she, <laughs> is, she came right back with the Listen, hopeful thing. Because, like, I'm like, I would, even like the enemy would try to tell me lies. That's not what God said. Yeah. But he the Bible says thoughts are things and they materialize. So mm. just like you have the power of tongue, you also have the power of mind. Because your mind, what whatsoever, so a man thinketh, and so, so is, is he. Yeah. So it goes with your thought pattern for where you are right now and what's your your aim what, what's your goal where are you going mm-hmm. a lot of women and we, we're gonna we, we're gonna come back next week with part two but a lot of women cancel out until you start changing your thought mm-hmm. i notice even in the comments as i'm posting my relationship stuff i said i want to do women even think that there are men that are looking at them on here their profile, and Mm. say, ooh, how beautiful is she? But then they're seeing at the bottom their negative comments. Listen. That's in in my thread. Yeah. Because although a lot of men don't say a lot of stuff on my thread. Mm. They read. They're They're watching. They they tell me all the time. They tell tell me all the time that they're watching. Mm -hmm. And they say, man, they're so negative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That you you don't you never know who's watching you and now we're in the age of social media and I'm watching the ladies, I'm like talking about they talk about the men so bad, but they still want to be I'm like, no man is gonna 
They're not going to get your DMs. They're not going to say nothing to you because you're canceling out the right one. Just with what you're talking about, Nina. Mm -hmm. With your thoughts. Your thoughts Mm -hmm. and what you say. Mm -hmm. You have to change that. That's why I'm doing, you know, shameless plug. That's why I'm doing this thing. And I'm going to be talking about that on the 18th of December. Y'all register $20, Great Day for Show. It's to get your frame of mind together because you can't draw from an empty place. Right. Yeah. Or a broken place. Or a broken place. Mm -hmm. And too. We have to stop idolizing the destination. Yeah, yep. like we want to be. Yeah, girl. Destination. We want to be married so bad, which is great. Like mm-hmm. absolutely, but we got to stop idolizing that because we miss the process. We miss the work. The journey. That we, yeah. The journey yeah. that you we have to do. You do more on the journey. Yeah. Than yeah. you do at the destination. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. You're becoming. You're you are preparing and positioning for the right one, and. The destination ain't as much as it is the journey. And that's not all that life has to offer. Yeah. No. Like, it's so but much you more know life. <laughs> Most women that find and end up finding the right one or, or bumping into, because when the Bible says he that finds the wife finds the good, it means stumbles upon. That's really what it means. Mm-hmm. When you stumble upon that, then you should have yourself together. Exactly. What, what if Ruth hadn't got herself together? Mm. And had not had all that PR about how good she was to Naomi. One of the things that Boaz said to her, if you don't have my book, preparing the position for the right one. I got something for everything. That's it. <laughs> um, he said to her, oh, I know who you are because mm-hmm. I heard right. how you took care right. of Naomi. Right, right. She, she right. already had a good reputation. Right, mm. right. And they he said, oh, I already know about you. So mm-hmm. go change your position. Stop <laughs> leaning and catching the stuff behind the people. I'm not here to preach, but let them have it. Go sit. That's how we hear, right? Go nah. sit with the reapers. Yeah. He changed her position immediately from just catching from behind what people were throwing back at her, because that's what a gleaner is. You're catching mm-hmm. what somebody throws behind. She, she changed position because of mm. the work. Watch this: the work that she had already done. The work before she ever got to yes. the field. Before she got to the field. Exactly. She got to the field because of the work she did. Exactly. She was able right. to go glean in his field. Right. Because she because was ready. Of who she, she actually is. talked to the older woman to yeah. see, yeah. am I ready yet? Yes. She yeah. was equipped. Yeah. She was equipped. She had what yeah. she needed. She, she didn't just show up empty handed. She became the right one before she right. got there. And right. that is what this whole when the right one right. comes thing is found it. That you become it. Before you get to it. Right. But you can't have all this negative attitude and all of this. You know what they need? You're asking for a man, but you're killing them. Yeah. People need to forgive. We got to start walking in forgiveness. Yeah. Because as long as you're holding on to what he said, what he did, what what happened, the kid, da-da-da. As long as you're holding on to what? Let go of the what. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, half of the stuff. You you made a decision yeah, to stay. Yeah, yeah. You endured it. Yeah. So we got to let go and let them. Why let somebody that's no longer thinking about you, living with as you. As my grandfather, ain't studying. Ain't studying you. <laughs> yeah. Why are you letting them deter your future? Because if you're negative in comments, that's from your heart. Yeah. Out of the abundance of the heart, mm-hmm. the mouth speaketh. Yeah. So it's still in your heart. You got to let it go. Yeah. And in order for you to be free, and the, how are you going to find the right one? You still holding on to the wrong one. Yeah. 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 In here. In, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And they're gone. They're gone. 
They got a whole new relationship. Else. They got a baby on the way. And you still sitting at home eating wow. ice cream, you know, rock and roll. And complaining right. about yeah. them. And right. they done moved on with their life. Yeah. And you got bitterness and you can't, you don't even know a healthy, good person. No. When they come into no. your life because you still focus on what you yep. experienced before. Right. Yeah. Everybody looked the same. Exactly. Hey, y'all. Generations. That's what y'all y'all hear ain't too much different from so far. I told y'all it ain't gonna be too much. Y'all hear they 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 got the same stuff they talking about. Hey, uh we'll be back next week with part two and we're gonna get into more about men and commitment and what you know, well one of them taking, but with a realtor. Developer. Straighten me up. You know, everybody doing real estate today. You got to be real clear. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Everybody. That's true. You better know know the tree y'all barking up and the fruit that's on these trees. Intelligent, too. She did good. Where can we find you? Nina Nero on Facebook. Nina Nero on Instagram. Nina Nero on TikTok. The Midnight Cry every morning on Clubhouse, 12 a.m. So I'm everywhere. All right. Okay. Kayra the Baker at Instagram, um, Chrome's Baked Goods at Instagram, and Kayra Sholar on Facebook. Awesome. Uh, Mikea Latia on Instagram and Unlocked with Keys as well. Check out the podcast. At Bishop Greg Davis. Hey, got some new gear coming out too. Consistency produces longevity. Longevity produces what? Legacy. It's coming to your to your inbox very soon. Don't forget, register December 18th, $20. We're going to be doing it just like this. And um, we're going to prepare you for the right one in 2024. Matter of fact, 2024 is the year of the hookup, y'all. Join me virtually all over the country. We'll be back next week with more. <laughs>